faith-based experience on love. Bad. 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 Life-based experience on love. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I am your host, Badass Jones, offering personal advice and life-based experience on love, sex, relationships, intimacy, with a little Jamaican flair. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. Are you... No man told I'm too. No man told I'm too loud in everything. No man told I'm loud. Period. I'm just loud. Okay, but okay, but like intimately speaking, are you like a very vocal person? It depends. On your partner? Yeah, it depends on the vibe, and depends on the. It depends on the vibe and the mood. The mood that I'm in. I, so I, I, we're gonna get started recording. But I always say to people, like, if I'm not making noise, I'm not enjoying myself. Like, I, it just kind of happens naturally, right? <laughs> It, it, so. all, like for me, it depends. Like sometimes it was just a quick thing, or it all depends on the circumstance, the mood, the day I'm having or had, or going where on. you are too. Because sometimes you know, obviously you can't. Yeah, you can't. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it all depends. Uh, all depends if you drink a bit too much juice. So <laughs> what strain of what strain of indica you had a particular night? Things like that, right? So right. It, but yeah, it, it sometimes did. you know, sometimes the feelings feel nice, and you know. Yeah, I get it. I get it from that yeah, perspective. Because sometimes it feels so good, you, you, you know, stop chat. Sometimes it feels so good, you don't want to say nothing. Like, or or something, or sometimes you don't say nothing because you're like, okay, I'm trying to. Okay, you, you had that post on your. You got to hold it in, hold it, it together, right? It, so you don't like bust quick or nothing. Yeah, you had that post on your IG. Thoughts going through your head while you're doing it, right? And so then, right, the part of it's like. Oh God, I'm gonna bust too quick. So you're thinking too hard about it. And that's like, like kittens, 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 clouds, 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 grandmas, grandmas, yeah. grandmas. Well, maybe yeah. not grandmas, clouds, clouds, clouds. Yeah. <laughs> and then other times you're like, okay, yeah, I finally need the bus, yo. We're gonna bus. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna get started and then we're gonna continue this conversation because this is yeah, I like man. how this this began. But greetings, 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 and welcome, Pum Pum Posse. Bless up yourselves. This is the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. I, of course, am your host, AJ Badass Jones. You can find me on my social media platforms at the Pum Pum Chronicles on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow my personal page, uh, badass underscore Jones underscore, also on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you can do so one of two ways. You can either email me at thepumpumchronicles at gmail.com or uh, hit the call in line, leave me a message, send me a text. That number, of course, is 320-270-1086. And you can find the podcast on all platforms where podcasts can be found, including but not limited to Spotify, our iHeartRadio, Amazon, and Google. Uh, of course, I have back with me my phenomenal guess who shall remain unnamed i don't know if we gave you a name last time i feel like we did anthony oh anthony yes big up yourself anthony (laughs) so we are we are back for part two discussion uh about the king community as it relates specifically to being of caribbean heritage and more specifically to being jamaican because there are myths and all these things about you know what we get into and what we don't get into but also to by and large the fact that there isn't a substantially large king community in uh the city of toronto where we were both primarily based uh and so we are going to be continuing that discussion welcome back anthony how's things how's life they are, they are, they are, man. They are. <laughs> okay, so I know last time we talked, I had I had actually wanted to ask you, and I, I feel like I did, but I wanted to dive deeper into it, mm-hmm. um, just about kink on a whole. So uh, what is your actual favorite kink? Do you have a submissive? 
how did you discover that you were, uh, let's start, and how did you discover that you um, were into the lifestyle? How did you, like, as opposed to, you know, we talked about the religious upbringing and our backgrounds and the, and the quietness of talking mm-hmm. about sex on a whole, but mm-hmm. how did you discover that you're a dom? Do you have a submissive and what is that dynamic like for you? And then what is your favorite kink to, uh, to give out and to receive if you have? Yeah, so I, I think it's funny because I always thought of myself as maybe more on the submissive scale for oh. most of my life. And it probably has to do a lot with how I was raised and how I interacted with women in my younger years. Yes. And you know, when I started to turn from boy to man, and because I did a, my jump was pretty severe. So I went from one day, it felt like I was like, no, no, no facial hair, very soft voice. And then one day I woke up, I remember saying, hello, good morning, mom. And mom goes, say good morning to my dad. And I'm like, no, it's me. Oh. And she's like, oh, wait. <laughs> so, so, in, so in grade seven, my facial hair was growing in already. Grade my voice, seven, and my voice was very deep already. So, I would have women who would be like in grade twelve, like asking for my number at the mall. Yeah. But the problem was when you're in grade seven and no one's taught you any of this stuff. Yep. All right. Everyone goes, "Well, that sounds great." And it was not great when no one's taught you anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think so. During that time, I, I, I was always attracting older women. So I think because you like, looked more mature, right? Yeah. And okay. my voice was very, my voice is basically the same way it was back then. Damn. So, so when you think about that, not talking about I was, I was dealing with women who are older than me and more experienced than me, just not experience sexual experience in life more. Yes. Right. So I think I, during that whole process, I was starting to myself a bit more of a, sub, a submissive person. Mm. Not all of that. And then I went through some little trials and tribulations in life and all that stuff. And I think it was probably about three and a half years ago, I started realizing there was a part of me that I noticed that a lot of the parts of my life, I am very assertive mm-hmm. or I take or I take control. And then I was talking to a couple, somebody and she started noticing, saying, you know, you do all that stuff. You sound like you're really in control. No, have you, have you, are you into BDSM? I go, well, I've dabbled a little bit and I study a little bit on it. But she was hardcore and she started and another guy I talked to online said the same thing. And they're like, no, you have traits of someone who's actually dominant. We've been suppressing it. Mm. So I think the more and more I started actually a lot of exploration, a lot of studying. I mean, the reals like studying stuff, reading books on it, following particular people, bloggers about it and all that stuff. And I realized that as, as, I, as I sort of expressed that side more of me, it actually not only helped me with reason that I'm probably more of a dom than anything yes. else. And of course, I did the survey, the BDSMtest.org yes. um, survey, um, and it surprised me big time. But then if so when I first did it, I'm like, oh, holy smokes. Yeah, very <laughs> likely. Yeah, very likely. Right? Yes. And then we actually go experiment a couple of those things. You're like, yeah, I really liked it. And then I think what it also has led for me too is that it also, it's also helped with a lot of my mental health challenges. Yes. But, and I think, and I've done some research on that, how BDSM could help a lot of people struggle with mental health issues. And so when I look at all of that combined, that's when I started saying, yeah, I am a dom. Now I'm a different type of, like every dom is different. For right? sure. So, so I'm not one of those doms that are going to be like, you know, I'm at a show and 15 people, people pay to watch me show and I dominate different women. I respect those cats. I follow them and I learn from them, but that's <laughs> yes. not my thing, right? So you're not like publicly out there wanting to yeah. like 
you yeah, didn't flog people and, and lead classes you, and, all, and courses you, and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be like, you know, come to my course or come to this. Right. And, you know, and I know some real good cats out there who do that and I big them up and I follow them and I support yeah. them because these are good brothers and sisters who are doing that kind of stuff and I respect their craft. Yes. Um, I, I think I'll be more what you would call, you no, know, I'm not I'm not one who looks for like five, six subs to dominate. No, yes. it'd be like there'd be maybe one and if you have so much else to bring into it, that's fine. Okay. Um, and I'm more of us what we'd call what they call the loving dom, where my domination is just not the physical part. It's also yes. you know, mental and spiritual upliftment. So it's about how can I help you be better? Mm, okay. And I know, and you know, again, everyone's different, but I think BDSM for me, yes, there's the part that's the fun physical part, but it's also I think the mental part is what I love so much about it. Okay, um, talk a bit. Talk a bit about that. What is the what is the mental aspect of it that most appeals to you? I think as a dom, I think first of all, for internally myself as a dom, what it means internally first, it, it enables me to to look at things, to control, look at how things I could control in my life, and put a very direct plan of how, how I plan to fix those things or address those things. So for me, it's created that sense of you know a better sense of direction. Because now I could, I'm thinking more about a positive level. Okay, here's what I could control. Here's what I'm going to work on. Here's what I'm going to do. I I think as well too, um, the mental aspect when you, you know do have a sub, you know, it's about you know how can I help her be better. Mm-hmm. You no, know, what are attributes that she strengths she already has that I can highlight more? The weaknesses she has, how do we address them, or do we just focus more on enhancing the strengths? So we use simple things such as you know, you know, yes, I have a sub. Um, yes, I do, and. Okay. No, and no, everyone talks about tells her how gorgeous she is all the time because she is, yes. right? And I'm like, yeah, but it's not everyone who works. Everyone who talks that way about you. That's it. You're more than just that, right? Right? Because everything happens. Sometimes you get stressed out. We all gain a bit of weight. Sometimes you go somewhere you don't. You're not have to fix up yourself because you're like chumming on camera today, right? Like we're right humans. <laughs> like we're humans, right? Yes. We have good moments and bad moments. And I said, you know, looks don't last forever, but your soul does. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. so I so often with her, it's like, yes, I'll tell her she looks great and all that stuff, but not as much as everyone else does. Everyone just measures her that way. I find other ways to make her understand how great she is, okay. and and other elements. I, so I found some other dolls who look at things that way too. So see the different elements of that. So I like that aspect of uplifting. Of course, you no, know, one of the people for I think people don't really understand, or some people underestimate is that in a you no know, BDSM or DS relationship. Um, that the sub really has all the power. Absolutely. Right? Because, Absolutely. because the sub's the one where you have a male for sub or female, so the one who's saying, I'm I'm telling you what I desire and I'm mm-hmm. opening myself to you. And they could close off, open up as they wish. Yes. So so I think it also teaches me about the better ebbs and flows of just about any type of relationship you have out there, whether it be business, personal, romantic, etc. The really time to understand people. So I think for me it's helped me understand, okay, maybe when I react that way, I'm not thinking. Got to understand where that person's coming from, right? Right, or maybe that day they do want to be spanked really hard, but maybe the next time you see them, what they actually just need is just for you to have a drink with them and laugh, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, so I think that element too is interesting because when you think, well, you know, the average person on the street thinks dumb, maybe that could joke, 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 jo
the the sexual aspect of it because i think i think a lot of people still have this 50 shades of gray idea yeah, of yeah. a dom sub relationship in their minds yep. and they don't understand that often oftentimes it's not even about the sex there is there's balance that's required you know there is um helping with discipline sometimes that's required like there are a lot of different levels exactly to it. it's, right it's not just about the sex <laughs> it's intimate in a different type of way that's exactly it it's a different type of intimacy right mm-hmm. um because let's, let's face it i mean you can get sex anytime right right we all can get sex anytime sex is available for you at, the, at your fingertips whether it be virtual online or everyone has a couple of things they can go fling around if they mm-hmm. want to go fling around right um so the bdsm part that the, yeah sex could be part of it but the, I think the bigger part is the it's the mental connection yes. because the, the trust it takes for a sub to turn to someone as a dog and say I have these fantasies or I'm allowing you to blindfold me. Mm-hmm. I'm allowing you to do con- non-consensual scenes with me. Uh, no, I'm allowing you to flog me. I'm allowing you to do night play with me. That's heavy trust, yo. It is. It absolutely is. Forget the act. The actual right. thing to say that, no, you are going to trust somebody to do wax play with you. You're giving over yourself to that person right? and because, you're giving them permission. Because that could cause permanent harm if person know what they're doing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you, you spank incorrectly, right, you can cause a lot of a lot of like permanent pain. That's yes. not good, right? Yes. Not, not, not the pleasure pain, but the bad pain. Yes. Right? So I think those type of things, so to you to build that kind of connection with somebody is very steep. Maybe right. Because deeper than just sex, it becomes, it becomes like, no, and then the and the big part about it, the aftercare part, which is so mm-hmm. important, right? Mm-hmm. I think that creates even a deeper bond because a you're communicating about what the, how the scene played out, right? Which is good, and then b you're providing comfort for each other. So, right. guy comes to learn about sub drop after some big scene happens where you're just like, oh my god, I can't, I I, I wanted to do that, or I let that my dom do this to me, right? And there's, all, and there's also dom drop where the dom feels bad for what they did. Yes, and I can't, I can't like did that. Uh, so you know these type of things are emotional and they're and they're mental and they're spiritual and Definitely. people don't think about that. So someone that I recently um, have been having conversation with, she had expressed to me that okay, so the person that she's with is not a dom, he's not a, a dom type personality, mm-hmm. but she says that that is something that she's finding that she's needing more in her life in terms of structure because it's kind of like what she's used to. But as I said, the person that she's with is is not a dom type, but she's recently asked him to, um, she needed needed to cry. And it wasn't something that came naturally to her. And so she wanted to be spanked to the point of bringing her to tears so she could have that release. Um, And again, you know what I mean? Like you need to be with somebody who is in the lifestyle, someone who understands it and someone Mm -hmm. who has that type of personality because one of two things happen. You don't get the release that you required, that you require for yourself. You're kind of left in suspension because you're, you're waiting for something to happen. That's not going to happen. And then, like you said, the, the aftercare or being able to have the conversation with the person about why you needed that, what exactly it was, and that wasn't provided for her. And so she's kind of left in limbo about the experience, you know, um the the uh, for me one of the things that's very important is the communication around what it is that you need but also finding the right person to provide that for you mm-hmm. would you agree with that or disagree with that also it's a, a thousand percent agree okay um and remember i'm no expert on this i'm still like yes yeah. i was really forgetting to my dom's i've been about three four years of really understanding and but i would say that for me 
that connection to the to that person is everything to have that discussion to have that thing i think just things like you know if you're gonna do a spanking like a simple like a slap me on the bum a little bit right right that's for like fun and foreplay that, 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 that's the fun spanking right the kind of sexual right. spanking right right that's cool we're talking about what your what your person you were talking to is talking about though we are talking about spank me till I crank I need to release. Yes. That's, that's a severe, that's a really serious discussion. Yes. And there's something called therapeutic spanking. Absolutely. Right? There's something called a therapeutic spanking um, where it's about, you know, you're guiding your sub through, you know, okay, what they, what's going through and the sub communicates back what they're going through and have them release some of the pain or release what they want to release. Yes. Right. So to have that thing, so, so you think about that. Just think about what, what that's saying, what she's saying. She just released pain. She has prom crying. She knows crying could be therapeutic for her. Yes. She but she can't her. get there by herself. She needed yeah, assistance she need, in getting she, there. She needs someone to basically force her, for lack of a better term. Yes. Submit, yes. She, was just, she was submitting herself to someone to take that and put her, let her cry. Yes. Right. And when you think about that in that aftercare discussion, a serious discussion. Right? What were you thinking about? No, what what no you release? How did it make you feel? How can we make sure you don't feel that again? Or how do we get how do we make sure this time this happens again? We take a different approach. Like what look, you talk it through. Right. I think nature's gonna that's gonna create a connection that's deep. Do do you feel maybe this is like a an an off the wall kind of question? So I sometimes think like <clears throat> when you're in a relationship, let's let's take a take us out of the lifestyle for a minute. When mm-hmm. you're in a a normal everyday relationship, vanilla. <laughs> right, a vanilla relationship. And, you know, someone says like the person, their partner is responsible for their happiness. Like that's their responsibility. I've always said that that's a large, I feel like that's a huge burden to place on someone. You, you should be able to create your own happiness and the person that you're with supports and sustains that they, they add value to that. Right. So going back into the lifestyle, is it an unfair expectation to place that type of release that's required, the release that you need. Is that an unfair expectation to place on your dom to have what? charge for getting you there? Well, the, the, does that make sense what I'm asking? No, it makes a lot of sense what you're asking. Um, I agree with you. The whole premise, first of all, is, you know, there's this a whole thing. I think I've sent you some other stuff from the, one, of the, one of the websites talked about, you know, people hide behind relationships and said, you complete me. That's bullshit. You yes. should complete your damn self. Yes. Right. If someone completes a walk me that person left you or dropped dead tomorrow, I got no dead. I eat that thing that. Right. But no one wants to talk that way. Right. But I think in the lifestyle, even the lifestyle, if the two people are having an honest discussion in the lifestyle, the dominance will have established what the expectations are of each other. Mm-hmm. Right. So the expectation is when they, if, if the sub says, I need to be spanked at certain moments to cry, I need the therapeutic spanking. Yes. Right. And the dom's more into the punishment spanking. Instead, you have a mismatch. Right. You're not, you're, you're not meant to hang out. Right. Or you're only, you're only going to do something when you, when you know someone, when both your needs arrive at a particular time. So it might only be once a year. It's okay. I've seen the punishment. So I'm going to call this person to do the punishment. Right. Right. And I may call this. And another element to it. You may have to have different people play different roles. Right. Because in that case, it might be unreasonable to say, I need to be the punisher. I need to be the therapeutic. I also need to love me down and do this right. to me. Right. It might be unrealistic. And for a sub, she might, the sub might also say, I kind of know, I want to feel a different experience from each thing I need from a different person. 
right? So right. I do so I, that communication up front is what's so important and continuous communication, yes. right? To make sure that to say, if she needs that therapeutic release and someone's more into something else, you have to be honest and say, this is not the right match. Right. Right. So I think if those, but it's all about communi- continual communication. And I do think within the BDSM lifestyle for people who are truly into it, just not into the choke someone and fuck them. Right. Right. Or truly, truly into a true thing. I think if it's really true, that communication is always there. Right. Right. And I think it's important to note too that, you know, so you, you sometimes talk to people who are like, oh yeah, I like to be spanked. I'm into BDSM. Oh yeah, I like to be choked when I'm getting, I'm, you know, I'm getting fucked. I'm into BDSM. No, you like those activities during sexual activity. That's not, that, that doesn't, I don't want to say that excludes you from the lifestyle because not everybody likes to be spanked or choked, but it, it, there's a different level that it's, we're talking like about. Like a king, right? It's like having a right. little, it's, it's like, okay, when I'm having sex, I like to choke a girl. Okay, cool. It's, it's, does that mean you're in the BDSM? It means you like to choke a girl when someone's right. having sex. Right. right, right, or vice versa, right? So, so it's a we, thrill and it's a rush. It's exciting in the yeah, moment. You, you, you get a rush from it, and right? right. We talked about the last time king can finish. One might maybe need one to make you come, right? Like, right, but only right. you can come. So it doesn't mean you're into the lifestyle. Doesn't mean you're experience. You're a bit kinky, maybe. Yeah, cool. Right, right. But I mean, and again, but everyone's BDSM is different. Yes. Right? Because just the, the four acronyms within BDSM. So it all depends on which ones or ones apply to you. And it may be a very soft version of spanking. But, but what we, what you and I would consider to be soft, right? It might just be, I'm giving you doggy style a couple of snacks here. And there, right, right. Right. But, right? Where I'm talking about, like, it's not even doggy style. It's like, no, you're getting bent over and you're getting spanked. Yeah, you're across somebody's knee getting paddled or across right. the table getting paddled. Right, right. Like, the, like I'm leaving marks, right? Right. right? So... So it all depends, right? So again, that's why we talked about this. I think the lifestyle folks um, tend to have more open discussions that way. Mm-hmm. Where in the discussion of vanilla, we're told that it's only be like this way and that way. Yeah, you can spice it up a little bit, but like your friend, they're going to your friend there. It's a dilemma for her because it goes, it goes into how we ended the last conversation about the whole issue of monogamy or traditional monogamy. Traditional monogamy, right? yes. I, I asked the question overall, is it fair to expect so much from one person for everything, period? Yes. Right? Yes. So, so, <laughs> I have, so I have to be your best friend, your lover, your this, your this, your that. Now, in this case, I got to help you release everything. Is that fair to him? And is that fair to her? Right. Right. If she went to someone else to give her that release, does it mean she just doesn't love her person, her boy, her man anymore? No. Okay, but that- then on the flip, on the flip side of that, should the person who's not able to provide that release take offense and restrict the person who needs the release? Wow. So you, let's say, so you mm-hmm. and I are together, right? Mm-hmm. I need you to spank me in, in a way that, so that I can cry because I can't just naturally cry by myself. Like, eh, I'm trying, but it's not coming. Right. And you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, why would I do that to you? So then I say to you, okay, well, Anthony, um, I need to have that done and I can give you all the reasons why. And if it can't be you, I need it to be somebody else. Oftentimes, because the person automatically associates sex with the act, they can't separate those two things. You know, the the natural response is, well, no, I don't want anybody else touching you. No, I don't want anybody else doing that to you. And and so, you know, then there's this, there's this bucking of heads, right? I can't get what I need because of your insecurities you're not willing to step outside of yourself to understand what it is that I need in order to function as a better person, as a better mm-hmm. human being to have that. But then I'm expected to stay and stay happy. 
you know how what's what's the what's the middle ground to that or is there even a middle ground to that? i don't know <laughs> yeah no i feel you right because because straight up and you know it goes to where this is where the vanilla slash lifestyle all the lines got to get blurred now mm-hmm. because you know in the traditional sense how we, we were raised in a jamaican caribbean household and most most society is that we value tradition no i'm saying man woman no i'm not being yeah, we're, yeah we're right? not no offense to anyone else right, right um what we're saying is a man woman married to death do them pardon no you're the only one and you're it. the only you're the only one you're the only one although we forget about certain people in religious that are holy but wise but we don't want to talk about that right, right? No, no right so when you think about that now your whole life you've been grown up to tell you're going to marry prince charming or princess charming mm-hmm. right Mm-hmm. And then when you marry them, you know, then you're gonna have sex, you're gonna have kids, and so the only person you're gonna go to do everything with, right? And then, but right. then you have other, but then you have other needs, and so so for, forget the BDSM side. I mean, for instance, you may have a friend you go out with who that friend likes to drink the bottle, or same kind of rum you like to drink all the time, right? So, so when you feel that rum, that friend you call, right? right? Now you may have another friend who's like, no, we like we like to go on Rias track and go and go watch horse damn Rias. Right. And, and you have one friend who's just for that. Right. Then you have another friend who's like, we want to do your girls trip. You got a couple of friends who like do road trips with you, right? Yes. And you do it with them. You you look all your friends equally. That just each friend plays a different role in your life. But, but that's yet, not the same when you're in a relationship. That like, one person but, is supposed but, to be everything. But we put this constraint that is one person yes. to be everything, and and, for, and then if you're looking at that person. That person themselves who feels that the burnt onus on it. So the problem you have when one person says, "I want to, I need," is what we just talked about. You say, "Well, I need to be spanked like a cry," and then I'm like, "Why? That don't make no sense to me." I am not going to, I am not going to, I with nobody again. Right. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a problem. So just when people talk about quote unquote cheating, yes, talk about it. Right. I mean, most psychiatrists will tell you when most people cheat. It's actually it's emotional. It's very nothing to do with physical. Yep, the physical right. comes after. Right, because physical is easy to get. Yes, especially now. More than yes. ever. Like back in the day when we were on Black Planet and stuff, it took a while for you to link up with somebody. Now it's so easy. Right? Yeah, right? in the same day, like twenty four hours. I mean, I mean, I mean, even less than it. You can say, "Listen, I'm in your area, Wagwan." Right? Right. right, right. So I do. So what you describe it is a is a really difficult thing, and I think there's more and more. Therapists and stuff who are dealing with this issue and who are trying to help people bridge that gap. Yes. They're called they're called they'll call them kink aligned therapists. Nice. Um, and they will try to work on bridging the gap of okay, here's one person who's thinking this one person's thinking that way, where can we find something? But yes. have, but even a lot of therapists will tell you that most of the time totally, well, if you really desire that and that person can deliver it, they have a decision to make. Right. Right. And I do, and so, I mean, I know a couple of people in Toronto and a couple of people in the U.S., more in the U.S., of course, who have that true, kind of, that's truly in the lifestyle, and mm-hmm. they're madly in love with each other, but they have people who play different roles in their, both of their Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. They got people who play that role. And, Absolutely. And if it does get sexual, they're completely open, they're cool with it. But if it, yes. In some cases, it's not even sexual, right? Yeah. So, so I do think that that gap is a huge gap because you're dealing with hundreds of years of a mindset. Not thousands, not thousands of years of our mindset yeah. that is carried forward, and even till this day, you know, someone like me who's experimenting and all that stuff. So if you still back and like, oh, oh should I be doing that? Should I be thinking that? Maybe something's wrong with me. But you know, we all challenge face that challenge once in a blue moon. In our head, it comes up in our head. Should I yes. be doing that? Should I be talking to me about that? Yes. Right. So, but 
Let me describe it's tough. It's a very tough situation. Because- I think part of it too, for like how we were raised, like so specific to the Jamaican community. No nah, man, we don't do them things there. Black people don't do them things there. Jamaica, we don't do them things there. And so it's like mm. you're 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 forced into this corner. You have no choices but to be in that corner, and you can't say, "Oh, but I like this." No, we don't. We don't. We collectively. They always say we, not I. They always say we and automatically ascribe you to something that you may not believe. And then they're, you know, it's like you you face the guilt and shame of, okay, well, I do like that. How do I, you know, and then you find yourself like hiding in teeth and in darkness to do the things that you want to be able to do in light. But for fear of shame, for, 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 for fear of, you know, a number of different things from your immediate circle, but the larger community on a whole, you know, we continually tell ourselves that we don't enjoy these things, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so true. Yeah, it's it's odd to me. Do you have a favorite kink? I'd have to say, I mean, it evolves, and I'm still trying to sort through what might be it. But I do like the various types of spankings, delivering those. Okay. Yeah. So whether it be the therapeutic one, whether it be the punishment one, whether it be the loving one, whether it be the playful one. Yes. Um, I I, I like because there's different ways you can spank. Depending on how you could do it, I do like delivering that. Um, I, I haven't, I, I haven't had a lot of experience with the floggers, etc. But I know that's something that interests me. Um, and no, I have been watching a lot of videos on cane play, no caning. Um, I, 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 caning. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do like so. So I do have a side to me that likes to inflict, but I'm mm. really, but I love aftercare. Providing the aftercare. Yeah, I love doing okay. that. Right, so I say I, I would say that those those would be the the main ones for me right now. Some other things I'm exploring or reading about, I'm like, hmm. Or I'm seeing some people on their OnlyFans page do certain things, and I'm like, hmm. Like that I can get into that, right? Like, boy, that that kind of interests me still. No, no, never think about that. <laughs> it's funny. Why do you Why do you think personally? So, from having grown up in our in our city. Um, so like I've I've been to as and I know that you have as well. So I've I've been to maybe one play party back in the day um where it was 98% black people. Mm-hmm. Um and even then it's like people were tucked away in dark corners kind of doing what yeah. they were doing, right? Yeah. And still kind of hiding. Yeah. Um but the majority of play parties that I've been to have been um the white community and you know, or like either like all whites or some sort of like interracial yeah, yeah, yeah. communities. But just for us as black people on a whole, because I know that there are there it's not it can't just be you and I. I refuse to believe that, right? We know that. Right. Why do you think that it is that we as black people, especially in Canada, especially in Ontario, especially in Toronto, have such difficulty around the idea of kink? and the kink community and the lifestyle community. Don't answer that just yet. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause. We're going to come back and we're going to pick up right there. If you're looking for commercial ad space, product review, or brand sponsorship, please contact the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast for a rate quote and or media kit. That's the Pum Pum Chronicles at gmail.com. We look forward to working with you. 
Bless up yourself, Pum Pum Posse. We are back with my guest, Anthony, continuing our discussion for the month of Kinktober, October, talking about um, kink in the Black community, specifically as it relates to being Black Canadian, Black Torontonian, and Black Caribbean, Black Jamaican. So uh, the question I had asked before uh, we took our break, um, why is it, do you think, is that the question I asked? Why am I not even in uh, in terms of the kink community <laughs> in our city, um, why is there a lack of representation is basically what I am asking. So your thoughts and your opinion from your experience, why do you think there's a lack of representation in the kink community? Yeah, I, I won't say open, o- open representation. Open, yes, open yeah. representation. Absolutely. Can I think to your point, there's enough people. Yes. Or, they just do it discreetly. Yeah. Right. Or right. There's, there's been enough times in my past where, like, you're dealing with one girl here, and she know that guy, she know that girl before you know yes. everyone. Hold on, it was in the same thing when we all get together, and right? Um, because so, they don't, they they feel like you might know who they know, and then there's the the weird shame associated or tied to it. It's so well, bizarre. Well, it's it, like it, we all like the same thing. Well, well, it's it's so funny because you know there's that thing where. I remember one time in my early 20s, I went to a strip club in Markham. And I, I used to work up there and I used to have to work. Oh, let's check out this club, yeah. Here in the back pages of the, of the classifieds in the newspaper, I would say, I would all the strip clubs up there. So we'll, so we'll go check it out one time. And I saw the stripper look amazing. The sister looked amazing. I'm a glance at her and said, Bumbo, I know her. Oh, for real. Right? So I know her. I know her. Right, and I know from like, like this was a normal everyday person, right? So then it came up to the point where there are concert and them strippers on stage, and they were offering like a one free dance for guys, right? And I was just, I was just whatever, whatever. And then she came to the front, they, they used her stage name, and she turned and she saw me. I could see her look at her face, like, oh my god, no, <laughs> right. So then when she finished the one dance, I just, she kept looking around. And so I said, I'm not going to come up to work. I don't want her to feel a ways. Right. But she eventually came up to me. She goes, and I might as well, because you saw me. Oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. I go, why are you embarrassed for? I'm here, too. Right. First of all, that I'm hurts. here I'm here over paying for liquor, number one. <laughs> and paying for two, I got to come dance in front of me, camera and fuck I'm, I'm the fool who feel ashamed being here. You're making money. <laughs> This is your job. <laughs> like she, I wish I was making money. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? So, so that's an example where you, you, you're right. I think one of the issues here, I think, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going to speak for that from a Caribbean standpoint. Those of you who are American, I mean, it might be the same, especially from south, the southern part of America with the Bible yes. Belt, might yes. be the same boat we are in. Yes. I think a lot of it comes to what we talked about a bit earlier, that in your subconscious, you still believe all this stuff is wrong. Mm. In your subconscious, you still believe there's something immoral, something, you no know, disgusting, something yes. devilish, something evil about it. Yes. Right? Something abnormal. So when you do it with just the one person, even if, you know, let's say you and I were part of a clique, we're, we're doing a thing, and then me found out that two gal, you know, me, me a joke, and you find out that one of them guys, you know, I, you, and then I find out a guy that I know, you know, just one of them girls there. Yeah. We still, we still all want to get together because there's still kind of that immorality part that comes yes. some people, back at some people's head. Like, that ain't right. Yes. Right? And I think as well, going to what we talked about the last discussion, we don't talk about even our own, how we should feel about ourselves. 
So it's like, maybe I'm fine one-on-one with you, but maybe as a man, I'm wondering why when that next gal knows she might take my body too small or might take my body to look good. So maybe we don't want to our own. Right. And even more so for women, right? Uh, women may say, okay, maybe don't, maybe everyone, so everyone just wants that girl with, with them type of teeth, but maybe I don't have just big teeth. So maybe everyone wants that girl who's a bit skinnier and I'm not that skinny. So, and so, so a lot of that goes with our image. I think it applies to everybody. I think we, but, but to your point, you know, I've been at parties in the past where it was like a heavily like interracial or mixed, and mm-hmm. you see people don't give a damn of all shapes and sizes. Yes, right. So I think it's the part of the issue that a we don't have a we never had a real discussion about lack sexuality amongst ourselves. Forget about being kink. That's within yes. yourself. Yes, you know, doing the skin that you're in, and I do. I do. There's a lot of that morality part, and then also there's a. I mean, I, I'm just just coming to the top of my head. But there's a general mistrust that black people have on other have on other, other black people about everything, people. not right? even just sex, sexuality, the king, a about bunch of stuff, everything, right, right. So I mean, there's very few black people. I mean, let's face it, we all been burned by our own for some dumb reasons too, right? Yes. So you think about it, you know, that why they still want the money and all, or me do I because that person just start that business to forget about me, or me go out that shop they don't want they tell something they'll carry what they dribble about the carry what from them or all them right? <laughs> so, right. So, so there's always something right. Yes. So, so there's a genuine mistrust, especially in the Caribbean community of people that we still generally have of each other. So let's yes. say, so who? So let's say, say right to say, you have three girls, you know, I have three guys I know. Let's have a party, right? The the, the it's like okay that's great we might have fun but suppose she follow up with me or them follow up with them and I'm gonna chat my business right you know there's always right. that kind of fear with people so I'm gonna chat my business that's what you would phrase it right yes so, so I do that as a big part of the problem and I've been part of small groups where we're trying to build something in the past where I thought we were building towards something mm-hmm. and at one point we had something where like we created a little private Facebook group at the time. Yes. And it was literally like about seven, eight women, seven, nine guys. And we we're like talking all the time. We all went to a swimmers club one night and we kind of like had our own little corner. Mm-hmm. But then after that drama started, someone argued with somebody over somebody. And there you go. Right. And it's done after that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then ra- unravels or somebody says that person's too fat or that guy's too this. Or, or I think you mentioned a long time ago, one person was like, okay, I, I bought my guy. But I'm the only one allowed to joke him. And th- I, like, why come out? Why? Right. Why are you so here? Just stay in your house and watch two blue movie. Then I'm done. You know what I mean? But so I do think that element. I think. I think. I. Th- I mean, the last point I made is probably the most. The, that is probably the most one. We there's a lack of mistrust. We don't yes. trust each other. Yes. That that what? Although we both have the same interests, what happens if we fall out? Now, what I do think as we get a bit older. And a bit more wiser in this scene. We've all had our experiences, good, bad, or ugly. I do think as people sit down and actually have those mature conversations amongst themselves within the lifestyle. Because remember, back when we were, you and I were on Black Planet, the life, there was no such thing as the lifestyle. The type right. of sex and that was it. Right? right. Now we have very sophisticated people talking about real issues and, and kink, kink, as kinksters who actually could talk, you go, oh, we got a conversation, they're pretty cool. Yes. So, so I would think today for a group of, even as a small group, just two people to start something and say, hey, you know what? Let's each find one or two more people. Start from there. Something could happen, and it doesn't have to be just you hook up for an orgy or something. Because we just always hang out to watch a game, right? You know, hang out to go to a concert. Y'all go, y'all go walk your dogs to the park together. It could be just stuff like that, and I do think those things are possible. 
Um, I, I do think they are, but I think it's a level with a deep level of trust, right? And then to your point as well too, that I know when I look at the interracial or maybe the white ones who have all their big parties and all that stuff, there are a lot of them in very open relationships. Where yes. The guy would be like his wife. I mean, I will, I will, I've been to a couple where it was like an interracial with basically black men banging white women. Right. 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 And a lot of the men would sit there and watch and they'll participate or they'll be excited about it and all that stuff. Right. Um, and black on black, you know, you don't see the, I think part of it too, I'm going to say this straight up too. In the case of also as a black man here, a lot of us men, um, there's this, this homophobia we have that's insane. So it's like, so so let's say there's a party and let's say it's three guys, four guys and two girls, right? Because two girls couldn't make it for whatever reason. Yes. Right? No, I've heard of so many stories of guys who are just like, well, you do that, they'll come in the room when you're done with her. Right? Because they can't now, be in the same room at the same time because someone's going to think it's gay. Yeah, or or accidental touches. The machine don't touch me. The machine don't touch me at all. And right, so I do think in that from a male point of view too, it's for men as well because men are when the change of you know, it's not like with women who you know get in the shower talking to each other all that stuff. Right. Especially black men aren't raised that way. Yes, know what I mean. So I think black men look don't, don't even look at each other. If you do, it's like well, you must be gay. I mean, we put this we put these tight labels on everything. So I do think part of the thing when it comes to like. No part of the group play you and you want men involved. The men have to be comfortable. Yes. And alert and run that is no another man is there doesn't mean that you and that man have to be together. And if, and if a guy wants to be with another guy, that's their choice. Right. Right. So so I do think that the, the and this is the, there's a lot of women who are bisexual who want nothing to do with that too. Seeing with a couple of men together either. Mm-hmm. So, so I've heard bisexual girls say of two guys that want to get a mission, they don't do that with like and that's disgusting. Right. I've heard that many times too. So I, so I do think that goes to the more so-called morality issue. Yes, yes. Again, I think it comes down to trust. And I think it's a genuine mistrust of people going to chat your ass club business. I think part of it too um, is ego. Um, big time. Oh, big yeah, time. It's a, yeah, it's a large, yeah, part of it is is definitely ego. It's like, you know, somebody has to be the biggest and the baddest in the room. Somebody has to prove it. Like, you don't you don't need to be the biggest and baddest in the room. There's no point that you need to prove. You know, it's like they forget what they're there for and then they come with their own agenda. You know, I remember uh, a play party that I went to, this one particular gentleman that I'd heard of, I had asked whether or not he was going to be attending the party. And I was told that he wasn't going to attend the party because he has an issue with not being the biggest dick in the room. He has to be the biggest dick in the room and he has to bed the most women. And there was an issue with him when he attended the last play party and that was his issue. Like he, I was told that he sat and sulked because another gentleman came in the room, in the space that had a bigger dick than him. And he took issue with that. He didn't want to leave because he didn't want to seem like a spoiled child, but he stopped actively participating and and check your ego at the door. There's, there's no, there's no room for that. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I so I could speak to a while back, you know, where one girl didn't want to participate anymore because she thought just because she thought the other girl was getting all the attention, right? So you see that all the time too. Yes. So so I do think that what has to happen in anything that goes on with that is, you know, you got to build a rapport. People actually get along with each other. So <laughs> so so would I go to a party that says, okay, hey? a party happening tomorrow you want to reach and i don't know anybody because of my mood 
Like it, those right. are what ones I prefer would be ones as a group of people you've built camaraderie around. You built some kind of synergy amongst each other outside of just that. Right. Right. Where you guys could be a group of people say, okay, just six, seven of us, whatever number that is, and we do, okay, we're gonna plan the second month, the third of the, the, the second month, we're gonna buy monthly. We're gonna hook up and do this. But in the meantime, we still do other things. We still right. hang out. We still run right. jokes. I think that's what I felt in a lot of the white swinger communities. They're actually friends outside of the swinger community. Right. The, the core group of swingers, not not right. all, but the core group. Right. So so we look you look at like a club M four that has all their parties and stuff. It's the same group of people, who kind of like the, yes. the core group, the kind of same core group of people. Who, yes. They all know each other, and all of them hang out, go camping together, all that type of stuff together. Right. So I think I watch it. I'm like, oh. Interesting. They all kind of know each other outside of here, right? Right. It's more, and then some other people come to the big party they have, and or just for just to get off and all that stuff, whatever. But that core group seems to be there. Sometimes, sometimes I've even seen where just a core group is in the corner of like five people, six or seven people, mm-hmm. and they stay in the corner amongst the five, seven of them, and let right. people watch. So, I, so I do think you know it, that that's the site has to be built, mm-hmm. like-minded people, but. No, the, the ego thing it's such a good point because I think so often too I've seen with guys and I've struggled with it right but I'm like I'm going up oh no these guys are going to be you know, I'm at the party here's the guys who were six foot four right. ten and a half inches hung and all the girls are going to run to them right I, I really put that in my head right away so once the guy enters I'm like well I'm not, I can't compete with this and you're sabotaging yourself before anything even happens that's right, right. right. that's right and then when you start to calm down, maybe the next thing you go to now, and she, they're like, oh, please make, oh, you're awesome, and they want to talk to you, and all that stuff. But some amongst the guys, and some amongst the girls, too, it's, it's all about, too, okay, who can I clap next week when I went outside of here? Right. So it's like, so now I got three or four of them lined up to clap, right? And yeah. I want to be seen as the man, also as a woman who could joke all these guys afterwards, too. So it's just being like, everyone's have a good, fun, fun interactive time. Right. right, but I do think it still comes down to what general interest do you guys have as a group together. And I think that's what's probably missing in the Black King community. Where in the U.S., when I see some of the discussions, I see people are having people hook up. They actually hang out and do stuff. Yes, they go to amusement parks together. No. Well, they have munches where people just like they're hanging out. So yeah. you have like a picnic in the park. People, you know, bring your own. You see exactly, like, and they, they just they, hang out and spend time together. There's nothing sexual days. going on. They got beach days. I mean, I mean, a couple of people I tagged you on yes. on, on Twitter. I see them out going to, to go on an amusement park. They about go upon ferry ride. They yes. about go to try out new restaurants together. Yes. So what what does that build? Recurring trust and yes. friendship. Yes. It builds a friendship. So when it comes down to the kinky or sexual stuff you want to get into, then you know, okay, me and no say what you into. Right. I mean, no say someone else into. And if someone wants to experiment something new, everyone has a safe place to do it. Yes. Right? Yes. I think as well, too, we're talking about how people don't trust nobody. A lot of people are already attached and are just, this is what they're doing next for their escape. So I think the mm-hmm. level of trust there comes even deeper there too. Because to your point, it's, it's like you're locked in this cage because the person won't want to adjust at all to you. Yes. Right? A lot of people want to go outside. So that so male or female. So, so they want to make sure when they go out, people are going to shut their ass. Yes. <laughs> yes. Stop again. Right. Stop. So I know like the, uh, again, the play party that I attended, there was a, a gentleman that was there. Um, he discreetly took off his wedding band, tucked it in his pocket and, you know, kind of did his thing. Uh, you know, and and what have you. The, the funny thing about it for for him is he brought his soap from home. 
He brought his soap from home so when he was done doing what he was doing, he could take a shower using his soap so his like body didn't smell, so he smelled the same and his wife wouldn't know otherwise. Um, and so in having a conversation with him, I'm like, okay, so like you clearly like, you know, this isn't isn't about cheating. Like it's it's a whatever it is for you. Um, he said like his, his wife is not open to certain things. And so he doesn't know how to encourage her you know, because he's a voyeur. He likes watching. He likes being watched. You know, he likes being with different people, not just just women. Like, he likes to play on a whole. Um, and he said that his wife is just not open to the idea of any of it. She is really staunch in that belief that it's one man, one woman. I should be enough. I will give you sex when I feel like it. And in the times that I don't, you've got your two hands and some lotion. Figure it out. Don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. You know, and so it's like, how do you bridge that gap for people who are who are who are stuck in that place where they don't want to leave their relationship because they don't want to disappoint their partner, their family, the community? But then there's this community that they are dying to be part of because that's their true nature. If I had the answer for that, I'd be a billionaire. <laughs> if I, 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 I'd sell a book, and I there's I'm willing to bet. I don't. I just know a scientific. I'm willing to bet two thirds of couples is one percent of men that relationship was like yes. struggling with that. Yes, I believe a strong majority is a struggle with that. I yes. willing to bet is a struggle with that. And again, you know, the, the, there's a reason why so much escorts are busy. Sure. And, but what do most escorts tell you? Most of the, most of the guys don't even want to have sex; just want to talk. No, they do. Right, or they want to do some stuff that they can't do. They can't can think about doing, and yeah. and we talk about the men not being. There's a lot of men who won't experiment with shit, so a lot of yeah. women are going outside too. Because especially Caribbean men, I yes. mean, it, either we're the most freaky or we're the most boring. Right, there's we're, no we're, middle ground. There's no middle ground with Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I Jamaica with yum yum pum pum for hours and be like, me never I go touch that, your man. Right, it's <laughs> true. <laughs> right, so when you think about there's a lot, a lot of Jamaican women, Caribbean women are like, okay, I saw this thing on the internet, I saw this podcast, I hear this pum pum kind of close, lots of interesting stuff that interests me. But boy, we can't bring it up to Libert because Libert is having bum, but you have to chop out your blood fat ears, girl. Go on the kitchen, go cook the curry, go to shut your bum, but lads, right? <laughs> right, it's true. Right, or you just want to mention that I can leave it with boxer down. Yeah, right? it's true. They'll get they'll get very upset about it. Oh, you mean you want to modify? Yeah, yeah. And then that's the ego coming into play. It's like you know. And then on the flip side of it, it's like okay, so coming out of the lifestyle community, just even when you're thinking about threesomes, they're so ready and so quick to have a, a female female threesome. Mm-hmm. But let you suggest. A man, a man, boy, a gunshot on all these things, right? But, but even if it's not the male, the, the, the two women, then but then they're not going to yam the pum pum. So what? So what no. else are you there for? So what? Just what are provide, else you there to provide the penis? That's right, it, right? And that strap on to, and to suck two breasts. That's <laughs> it. And a strap on to take care of that, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, so I do think the, your point about ego is very. It, it, it resonates strongly. Yes. Ego and then and then the lack of self confidence, which, yes. which I know I struggled with for most of my adult, most of my life. Yes, is that the six foot three guy I can't compete with him, right? Or the woman who says I don't have the I don't have the, I don't have the stereotypical curvy black woman body when I'm too skinny, or right. maybe I'm too big. Right. So who's gonna really want me, right? When I come to these parties, so I think when you go to a blind party like that, I can see the I can see the anxiousness and the anxiety. Yes. I completely see that. 
I think when you go to ones where you built a kind of rapport and built that camaraderie, I think we can get over that. I think we can, but but no, it, it's it's a tough one because you know the trust underlying trust issue still sticks there. Yes. Will this person shut the hell up? Yes. Right. Yeah. Keep it in our group or keep it in our community, and and an ego to say, well, I was the man or I was the gal. Everyone wanted me there, but everybody else, right? Yes. I I went to one party in my early thirties, which was great because one of two of the women were very shy. One was a very slender woman. Mm-hmm. Right, and I could tell she was very shy because some of the women there were very curvy. Right, right. and two of the, one of the girls grabbed her, started making up with her, right, oh. and then brought her into like one of the rooms, and no, and no, the girl got more into it. And at the end of the night, the girl was almost in tears, saying thank you. I was so apprehensive. Oh, right, and yeah. till this day, I believe they're still like really good friends. Nice. So, so I think I, that's, that, that's what you talk about where it's like, you know, people will look out and say, hey, if you feel a bit uncomfortable right now, it's okay. But no, yes. you're, you're welcome. You're a part of this. That's why we have a group that's for those, that, that synergy is better than just the blind parties. No, don't get me wrong. A blind party, which one could be fun. Sure. Then go have fun. But you, 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 you have to be built with that kind of level of confidence in yourself. I want other people. I think us not having that real scene in Toronto is around that we don't we don't build synergy. We just build let's have a sex party. So then let me ask you, okay? Because mm-hmm. we're going to wrap up shortly. Yeah, but man. if 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 you and I got together to create a kink friendly space, not just for the the the, uh, the 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 physical interactive part, but what? to have conversation and and just yeah. on a whole, how how would we start that within our city? What do you think as a suggestion? How would we start that? You know what? Think about how you start anything else as a general common interest with anything that you have with other people. You find one or two people who are like you, you start a discussion, you add one person who's like you, and you add one person who's like you. One at a time. How do we vet these people? Well, I think... Because I sometimes feel like... So, sorry to cut you off, but I sometimes feel like some people are pretentious because they want to hear what you're talking about some people are pretentious because they like the excitement and the mix-up and they want to know what's going on because it's like some people that i know they'll be like oh my god it's so amazing what you're doing and i love all this you know like are is there anything that's going on that i can come to and participate but i know in my soul that they're not interested they want to just come you know what you know what let me not say that let me not say that i take that back because they could genuinely be interested and they've never had an outlet for it before but Mm -hmm. from what i know of them they've never had an interest in it and they more just want to like watch and see so they can kick eye and talk and chat and all these things Mm -hmm. how do we how do we is there a way to prevent that from happening yeah i i i think what's up to have there's no perfect answer but i think when i watch the u.s folks i talk to a lot of them online i ask questions yes and I do think it, this may sound kind of callous to say, but everyone has had something they can lose walking oh. into something like this, right? So whether you're attached or you're part of a church choir or something, somebody needs something to say, something illegal to your box that I go. Everyone have a have a bullet to their head, for lack of a better term. Right, it makes right? sense though. Right, but I do think it really comes down to. I think I know some people too. You and I both know we'll be like, yeah, 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 I'm down, but only be about how much pump I can fling in there, exactly, and how much money we can get. That's all it will be about. Yep. So I do think it's about you know you said I think you said a couple of people in the state let's have a couple of chats and see how it goes, and then right. I think it's, it's it's a learn iteratively learn where people are, 
but I think it starts with people who you know who you think might be interested. So that's just where it starts. The people you already know, who yes. you know. I mean, you, I mean, say you've been through some battles with them, or you yes. know them for a while, and you start that's all. Right. Right. And so let's say it's only four people at first for a while. Good. Four people actually confide in each other, talk to each other, we'll go catch our basketball game together, go catch a joke together, we'll go for a dinner one night. Cool. Right. And I think even as dust before, I'd rather have a group of four people who are cool, like minded, I could trust, than a group of eight when looking over my shoulder. Right. Right. So I think, so I think, so I think that's how it starts. Right. And I, I've had some start stops a couple of times, man. And, but I think the difference was that it was so driven just around sex and getting off. Yes. We didn't focus enough on the other elements of just being like actual friends. Yes. Actually, actually, we actually care about each other. Yes. And back to how I view the world, we actually love each other. Actually, truly, okay. genuinely love and yes. care about each other. To say like, hey, you're having a bad day, or oh my, you're not feeling well. You know what? Make a drop off a soup for you. Make sure you're all right. Like, right. The, the the kind of deep caring that you have for somebody. So when it comes from to have the fun, you know, there's trust because you feel it from things other than just when I'm horny. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, and I and I think what I've come to learn in, in my journey, this is my journey, that there was a point where I wanted to fuck everything that moved that was sexy. If she had nice things, nice ass, I wanted to fuck the shit out of her, every single thing that I saw. Right? right. And it then comes to a point where it's like, okay, I've joked a lot of people in my life. I have no saint, I've had my fun. But you're like, okay, I'd rather just have a smaller group of people I actually have some that intimacy with. Yes. And I think the thing with men, to your point, and we're wrapping us up with, to, with men, is that Men, or men, men judge themselves too much by if I could fling the dick deep in her guts and bust the biggest nut. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, men are afraid to say that I also want intimacy. Right. And you know, maybe at a party, I just want to like us kiss up and hug somebody. Yes. Right? Maybe we're all just naked watching a movie under the covers, we're all just hanging on the covers, hugging up on each oh, other. I love that idea. You know I actually love that idea. <laughs> right? So I, so I do think that's how it has to be built. Versus, it, it can't be sex based. It has to be like, yes, we're kinksters, we have fetishes, and we love open minded, and we're open. We're, we're, we're ethical, non monogamous people who like to explore different things, but it has to be more to us than just the physical part. Yes. I think that's the key. I think that's where it starts. And I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but the mistakes I've looked at in the past with Goose Ivory that I thought was going somewhere, that's been the issue. It was it was too much like, okay, we're gonna look at the hotel, we all get naked, we fucked each other down. Yeah, the right. sex was great. Then we don't talk to each other until the next orgy's ready. Right. And then some kind of drama broke up because she next week, she, he next with her, then mixed with something there. Because we don't actually right? know each other. Right. We actually don't know each other. No, I, I, I love that. I love that. I think that's, that's, my, that's what so I right. think. I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. The thought of it, I mean, but I, I think that you're right. You know, like uh, when I look at again, like you know, we don't do munches, we don't do just regular get-togethers, and I think that that's one of the things that makes um, the lifestyle community in the U.S. more successful is that there are events that are planned like that family. are not sexually based. Like it's about family. people, right? Exactly. That community getting together and spending time and learning one another. Like you know, we always say the sex is the easy part. Liking a person is a lot more difficult, right? You can love one part of their body or a couple parts of their body or the way that they they have sex with you or they sex you down or whatever but on the outside outside of the scene if you don't like that person you're really only just interacting with them for the sex and so that's one of the things that i like and respect is that they create they create a community that is not necessarily based around the sex and the kink but the sex and the kink are part of the community and i think 
for me personally, that's been my shortfall. A lot of the kinky women I've been with that, oh, but I just realized I don't hang out with them outside of in a bedroom or behind a park or backseat of a car. Other than I don't want to hang out with them. Right. Have I gone to dinner with them? Have we gone out to the park and just hang out? Have we taken their dog or my dog for a walk? Nothing. No, nothing. Have we even just said, let's go downtown and we'll catch two jokes somewhere? Mm-hmm. No. Do we even just talk about, yo, did you watch that episode of this show? Well, that was funny. No, all right. I talk about is, okay, what was your ass like today? What are your titties like today? Oh, you right. want to dig today, right? So you think about it. It's funny because we're talking about the traditional relationships, one man, one woman is all supposed to be. I think what you're seeing the kingsters and the lifestyle that's happening, the lifestyle folks that's happening now is just saying that, no, we don't just have one-to-one, but it's, it's a love to multiple people. Yes. It's a genuine love and connection and affection and compa- for everybody, for, for our group. Yes. That, that no, we have each other's backs and we love each other and we care yes. about each other. Yes. And I think when you think of it that way, right, to me, that's, that's the strongest thing. Because it means say that no matter what happens, I know I got not only people, like you said, the sex and the kink, we're definitely going to do that because we're into that. But to just so that we're actually people creates a connection. Yes. So like you and I have known each other for two decades. Yes. See what I'm saying? And look know, where we met. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> and we followed up, we, we, we lost touch. We were somewhere yes. to come back, right? Yes. The genuine connection of like, no, I, I told you the other day, I really respect what you're doing because you're, yes. living, you're living your truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? And you're still like, you're still, yo, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right? So I do think that's where it's at. And I do think when people have a misconception of us in the lifestyle, they think we school, that it, they were 100, some of, most of it, that stereotype was kind of right when it came to me, because I was just flinging dicks everywhere I could fling it. Right. Where I saw tits and ass, Right, where I saw but stand up and you want it. I mean, I mean, I love a black woman with nice little titties. I love yes. it. Yes. Okay, and I still do. But what I'm saying now is that yeah, but if I just like joke you and I'm like I don't want to hang out with you no more, I wasted my, I wasted my, the 45 minutes hour I spent. I wasted my time. And you're wasting your energy. I think that's yeah. one of the things that we didn't really think about when we were younger. But now that as you get older, you really realize your energy is 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 as valuable as your time and dispelling those unnecessarily. Yeah. So, so yeah. a group of like-minded, energetic people who have the same, who are on the same scene. Different, we're different, but we have that synergies of thoughts and things that we're interested in or expect people to explore. Go on a wine tour together. Do yeah. things fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, you and I, we're going to, we're going to have a conversation offline. We're going to, we're going to, because I feel like you and I could be, um, the we could start something yeah, like we both have enough experience and of, of the do's and don'ts and the and the you know the, the struggles and the battles even if it's something where it's once a month but i feel like we could get something yeah, we could get something started we could be casual get-togethers once a month at a bar just yeah. to, everyone talking just hang out and have a bit of and chat up right just to yeah. build okay if we, if we make that the, what has to be at then, yes. comes, then we get rid of the ego maniacs just want to go there and say I got a 12 inch ticket yes. fuck me or no I got the 44 triple D ticket oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, what's the fucking me only yeah. comes no people could be themselves and talk about no, I want to know more yes. about you yes everybody I want to yes. know more about who they are what they yes. are like what works what doesn't work because look, look, as black people we have, we have experiences in particular too as black people living yes. in this country too and what happens it builds that rapport and when the sex comes it's even better because I know you and I trust you 
Yes. So, so that guy says, "I want to try something I never tried before. I want to be, I want to be pegged." No one's gonna look at him a particular way. The right. woman says, "No, I want two guys to pee on me." No one's looking at him a particular way because we yes. love that rapport and trust. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. And that's on the world according to me. That's my doctor, Philip. Listen, no, listen. You know what? Your TED talk was worth coming to. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, big up yourself. You know I love you. I got love for you. I've got. I've had love for you from time um I thank you that. for coming and, and having um thank you for having me again discussion. no i appreciate it. it it's because we don't we don't have enough of these conversations no, you know and and yeah it's and i know that there are a lot of people who have who have listened to the podcast people who have listened to our particular episode i've gotten messages from people and it's just like you know thank you because we don't no one really talks about this and even for them if they're too shy to talk about it knowing that we're having this discussion helps them so Good. I'm grateful for that. It, it helps me just to talk about it too. It helps just to talk about it. So it's therapeutic. I appreciate you. And <laughs> more respect. Pum Pum Pass and bless up yourselves. This has been the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast, of course. And as always, continue to practice your self-love and your self-care. If you are interested in kink, um, there are a number of different uh, avenues that you can um, tap into to get information. I will put some links in the write-up uh, for this particular episode so that you're a click away. If you have a question, um, you can't message Anthony, but you can definitely message me and I will pass the message on um, and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, be explorative. You know, and, and we always talk about living your true, living as your true self and living your an authentic life and an authentic experience. And we also understand for some people that they're they're stuck in a place where they can't do that. Um, but in the ways in which you can absolutely do. Yeah, that's 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 my message for the day. That's it. So posse bless up yourselves. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Come on, here, baby. Just touch you. Come here, baby. Yeah, kiss me. Now hold me, baby. That feels so
Let me love you all.